Shall we begin? We shall. Hey, listeners. Yeah, listeners. We're talking to you. It's Chewing the Scenery. You know, podcast you picked to yeah. listen to you. Horror movie podcast. Yep. That's the one. What are we going to talk about? Uh, horror movies. All right. Some friends sitting around. Talking about that? Talking about horror movies. Yeah. But usually everything else but horror movies. Sometimes for up to an hour. We should probably thank the Moon Race. Yeah, they gave us that song "Intro Creatures" at the "Intro Creature Features" at the top of the show. Intro Creatures. <clears throat> I feel. I feel like. I feel like Casey Kasem. All right, goddammit, it, let's come out of that song. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> we thank the Moon Race for giving us that song. Intro Creature Features at the top of the show. You can find the music on Amazon or Apple Music, or you could uh, buy it digitally, or say hello to them on Facebook, where they are. The Moon Dash Rays. Jolian, are we professional critics? No. <laughs> right. Should we be? Yes. Yeah. Is someone gonna, no. Yeah. Someone, someone should pay us for this quality stuff. <laughs> yeah. Tubi, you have some money. You're putting out crappy movies all the time. <laughs> you know. Our podcast wouldn't cost as much as a shitty film, I'm sure. Um, 15 bucks a month to have a SoundCloud semi-professional account. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Pretty much think another five for overhead (laughs) yeah um occasionally we have some beer Mm -hmm. yes that's about it um listeners who don't um listen to us all the time may not recognize that that's that's will's attempt to just make me do one intro and just paste it in every time yeah why not do it right once Uh uh-huh i mean we could recently watched who wants to start it go ahead all right it's a short one this time um I watched some more crap about that Murdoch, 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 murderer, murder. Uh, he's, he's been convicted anyway. Yeah, he's officially a murderer now. Yeah, he's a murderer. Officially a murderer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a name of my autobiography. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm an unofficial murderer. Yeah. Never convicted. Yeah. So um, some more content about him i think it was 2020 or dateline or uh priceline or some some show um who's working on a movie oh three or four outfits are working on movies all right if one of the names that uh they threw out there on entertainment tonight was hey maybe will ferrell could play him i'm thinking no please no maybe he could i guess uh so a bunch of that stuff because of what happened this week and then i watched a movie i've been meaning to watch because i hbo or whomever had it on 
was promising that it was ending soon. Could have been Tubi. I don't know. Last chance. I watched Frank. Uh, this is a, a 2014 independent film about this band whose name is nearly unpronounceable. And the singer wears a paper mache head. So for about 95% of the movie, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Is it's inside of pla- uh, Frank Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, Frank Sidebottom. So th- so this is this is a, uh, a very familiar character to uh, people from what's the town that he was in? Do you Britain. Remember? <laughs> Britain, <laughs> the town the, of Britain, the, Connecticut, <laughs> New Britain, Connecticut. He was a, that was it. He was a um, an American, wasn't he? <laughs> this guy. Michael Fassbender? I don't believe so. <laughs> no, the uh, Frank Sidebottom. People are only called Sidebottom in the country of Britain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a made-up name. It is. All names are made up. <laughs> <laughs> At some point by somebody. <laughs> yeah, somebody made them up. Why, you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, this one is really bizarre and a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our listeners lives in a town that has a statue of him. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always uh, have his uh, tunes on my Christmas mix. It's really cool, strange music. Yes. How do you pronounce the band name? Do you do you remember it all? Mm-mm. It's um, oh, it's Soron S O R O N P F B P. I'm sorry, P R F B S. This enough. At one point, this kid who's joined the band is like, um, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. He's in the band. It doesn't know how to say the name of the band. Yes. Where did that name come from? I don't know if they ever say. It sounds made up. It does. <laughs> it was by somebody at some point in time. Uh, it seems like a partially true story. Um, very, very embellished, best I could tell. But the music is so experimental and bizarre, and the process is so meticulous and weird. And you think, oh, I know where the story's going to go. They're going to be huge. <laughs> but then I think, if they were huge, I would have heard of them. No. No. So they were very niche. But you listen to their musical bunch, huh? Yeah. They're kind of like, like uh, Ivor Cutler, you know, the yeah. people who know, know them. Yeah, it's just something that I didn't expect it to be as, like, interesting. Like, now I really want to hear a bunch of it. Mm. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal was in this. Her character is just weird. Everyone in it's weird. What am I saying? So that was totally worth a watch. If anyone wants something different, this was different. That's all I got for Recently Watch. Really? Bunch of Murdoch crap and Frank. All right. Will, what do you got? Oh, man. So much? Nothing good. <laughs> Absolutely nothing good. Uh, that's because I let Tubi pick. This is a thing that maybe you should... Do we need to have an intervention? Well... Everyone's making choices based on AI now. I just let the computer pick it, you know? There's too much yeah. to, to choose from, you know? It's... Uh, I don't know. Indecisiveness builds from from having too many choices. That's, yeah. So just let the AI pick it because I know it's probably going to be crap that way. Mm-hmm. First up, uh, I watched this after the last show. 
Uh, I just I wanted to see Satan's Blade. Oh yes. I couldn't find it, but oh. Satan's Children came up. So this is one I did look for. Although Satan's Children, I didn't look for, but I was looking for Satan's Blade. Uh, Satan's Children, 1974, uh, no budget film. Uh, some poor kid is living in a house. His dad's a a jerk, and his older sister seems to want to sleep with him because he's gay, or maybe gay. And <clears throat> then he uh, he goes to a gay bar, and a guy picks him up, and he takes him home and ties him up and has his friends come over. It's implied that they rape him. Uh, and he gets dumped in a field where he's picked up by these Satanists that live nearby. Um, you wouldn't think Satanists would be homophobic but they are they are completely like no he's gay he can't live here this other girl's maybe a lesbian no no um what kind of satanist are these you know but he uh he has enough uh they want him to join uh i don't know eventually he gets revenge on everybody like he even goes home and kills his dad and his sister and then it's over <laughs> i think he probably became a satanist <laughs> and, and the moral is um <laughs> good question don't let pe- anybody make a film just anybody you know <clears throat> um when was this made 1974 okay that explains the homophobia a little more than just you're telling me satanists weren't totally down with with gay sex well they were probably more inclusive than most groups yeah i would imagine yeah i would hope so yes hope live and let live philosophy exactly you know um besides not a lot of people are going to join your group if you're satanist (laughs) just because they have a bad name yeah, there's a lot of stigma. So you're probably going to take anyone who will come along. Well, sure. I mean, at least give him a chance. Exactly. Satan's not choosy. So then, <laughs> so to be sitting there with its little AI brain going, hey, Will sure liked this one because he didn't turn it off, so let me suggest... He watched the whole thing, <laughs> but I'll watch the whole anything just about. So then, That's how I ended up with the next film. Yeah, Tubi's like, okay, Will. No, actually, I picked this one, but it was on Tubi, and I only picked it because the title was ridiculous, and it reminded me of every movie from 1979 to 1980 that had Bikini in the title. Mm-hmm. This is 2023's <gasps> Bikini Hackers. Oh. What the hell is a Bikini Hacker, you ask? <laughs> Don't. Um... <laughs> I want to know. Terrible movie. Basically, uh, some young women get the idea that they don't really need computer skills to be hackers. All they need to do is dress in bikinis and uh, seduce the men who are hackers, who who run big companies. They're not wrong. Um, Yeah. Um, On one hand, the movie was absolutely terrible. On the other hand... Uh, I felt like the girls who were the bikini models were also making the movie. 
Hmm. So it seemed like they were maybe friends. I, something came on after this with the same group of people, the same terrible uh, temperature change in the film. Hmm. Where well, it's actually lighting too, but uh, some of it's uh, way, you know, cool, way too cool for the other shots in the same scene. Like, oh Jesus, who shot this in twenty twenty three? Anyway, wow. I felt like the leads were trying to rip off the lead couple from Euphoria. They looked like the dollar store versions of Zendaya and uh, I don't know the other characters, actor's name, but uh, Jules. So it's like, hmm, okay. If you're a fan of that show, you might you might see if I'm crazy. Hmm. The one actress who, who played uh, Lana... Didn't even put her names in the credits. <laughs> she was like, you know, one of two leads. So, good movie there. Mm, okay. Uh, then I watched something called Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> okay. I warned you. I, although it was god-awful, I liked it better than Doctor Strange. Hmm. But only just. Um... Yeah, I couldn't tell you why. Uh, Tonally, Thor, Love and Thunder is all over the place. Um, I don't know. It seemed like they dashed it off in a weekend to just get it out of the way. Kind of. They. It's a total half-assed movie with mm. a big budget. Mm-hmm. But That's unfortunately, it's not entertaining. You know, where it's a total battlefield Earth. Or, you know, any of those that, The Mag, it's a big screen movie, you know, that that just kind of, it's idiosyncratic in some way. So nothing else then, huh? Not till next week. All right, Jolien, what did you watch? Well, I watched um, Losing Ground from 1982, directed by Kathleen Collins. Um. This is uh, um, stars Sorette Scott from the Cosby Show, and uh, she plays Professor Sarah Rogers, prof- professor of philosophy, and uh, her husband is this artist named Victor, who's played by Bill Gunn, who directed Ganja and Hess, mm-hmm. and uh, and also in the cast is Dwayne Jones. Interesting. Who was in Ganja and Hess and yeah. some other film. Oh, yeah, that black and white film uh, some guy made back in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before your time. Yep. Um, he plays Duke. In his first scene, he rocks up in this like fedora and a cape in, in this public library. It's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Introduces himself as an out-of-work actor and quizzes her in philosophy. Gets shushed immediately by the <laughs> librarian. Um but he, yeah, so Duke is the uh, uncle of this student filmmaker, and uh, the Sarette Scott character um, ends up going into this student film, and uh, she's having issues with her um, philandering artist husband. Hmm. Uh, yeah, don't, don't marry an artist. That's yeah, terrible. it's a bad scene. Um, so uh, Do break up with them, especially <laughs> if they're musicians. Right. Um, And so there's like a film within a film thing going on. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting Where'd mo you see this? movie. You know? uh, it came on TCM, but it's out. Oh, it's okay. on. Um, I think it's on Canopy. Okay. Um, yeah, it just came out. They just remastered it. It's it's like um, uh, this film was never played outside of festivals. Yeah. And uh, you know, the filmmaker being a black woman in the you know early one 80s. of the first black female directors. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah, yeah, the mountain was too much to climb, and and uh, um, but uh, it got you know people would manage to see it. Yeah. And uh, so. You know, recently it's been picked up again. It's like, hey, there's this cool film that this woman made. Nice. Um, so many little films coming out like that, you know. Yeah. Been yeah. lost for years. And you definitely need to check this out if you're a Dwayne Jones fan because he gets a couple of dance scenes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's what that black and white movie was missing. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd come out dancing, they wouldn't have shot him. he just have... Everybody's dead. He's left alone in the house, and he just starts dancing, and it goes on for ten minutes, <laughs> and then it's totally forgotten about, and he goes back to mm -hmm. fighting zombies. Mm, Del Toro did that. <laughs> the Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just threw a dance sequence in there. Why not? That's we need more dance sequences in movies. Yeah. Um, so watch another Zatoichi film, Zatoichi's Vengeance, 1966. What number is this? We're up to like 15 or 16 now, I think. Okay. I can't remember off the top of here. Um, yeah, so uh, that, that was it. How's old Zatoichi hmm. doing? He, he's okay. He's doing all right? Yeah, he, you know, he wanders from place to place, meets a beautiful woman, meets a bunch of nasty Bugs. Yakuza... Uh, one of the henchmen is always played by the same guy, Saburo Date. And, um, and there's always like this down on his like samurai in amongst the gang. He has the you know, he's the boss showdown with. And, yeah. Um, they always make the fights different. That's it's quite amazing. How That's many, cool. How many he's he's killed like hundreds of people by this point. Yeah. <laughs> but they always make the fights different. Nice. Yeah, I've seen three or four of those. They were pretty good. Yes. So, real quick before we get into talking about tonight's movie, um, do you remember the Jackie Chan movie called The Tuxedo? Mm -hmm. It was like some high-tech tuxedo. I, I was hoping you were going to tell us Bikini Hackers was about high-tech bikinis that got hacked. That would have been better? Question mark. <laughs> um, yeah. I, bikini Hackers, I mean... Just dumb. It had hackers in the title. I mean, it had bikini in the title. So, <laughs> did you watch many of the bikini movies from back in the day? Uh, I don't know that I ever actually watched any more than I. I remember seeing the boxes mm -hmm. and yes. being a kid at the video store and seeing the boxes and and maybe maybe you'd see one at your cousin's house on. HBO or something. I think that's where most people saw them was HBO or Skinamax. Yeah, we watched one that was uh, uh, Flight Attendant School or something. I mean, mm -hmm. scraping the bottom of the barrel for jobs, to, you know, occupations to Oh, yeah, there was, there was one called The Stewardesses. I think that was a Corman film, wasn't it? Yeah, that may be 3D. it. 3D. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Bikini stewardesses. Bikini car wash. Um, bikini summer, bikini, bikini summer two, bikini summers three through seven. Bikini atoll. <laughs> yeah. Bikini atoll two. Is it hot in here? <laughs> that is actually and where... bikini three, atoll three, the reckoning. That, that is where it gets its name. It does. Yeah. Because it was going to blow your mind. Just yeah. Like an atom bomb. Yeah. This is, this is fact. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, we, God we made, bless the French. Yeah, we may joke about a lot of things, but that thing is actually. I don't true. joke about bikinis. So, Lone, Lone Wolf. Do you, do you guys remember when we were recording last time? I was like, yeah, I started watching some crappy movie, and there were all these idiots that were acting like it was a '50s movie, and they were like too old to be in school. Oh uh-huh. man, it was this? Yeah, I had started watching this. I was like ten minutes in, and I'm like, you know, my my head hurt from rolling my eyes, but then I. Realized as you were uh, telling us what your pick was that that could be the same movie. Mm-hmm. It was. I was pretty sure it was. Yeah. Uh, this is one I remember the box art and vaguely remember the movie. It's pretty good box art. It was the best part. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what made you pick this? Let's start there. Uh, Metal March. This is true. It's March. We're marching with metal. Mm-hmm. I did mention it. Yeah. Yep. So it became a quick throwing together project. And there's only so many metal horror movies. And we've watched the others. most of them <laughs> or a large chunk. Is it too late to kind of retitle this Hair Metal March or March Hair Metal? I think it's just metal. But it's not really metal. I'm going to. Yeah, no. You got to accept hair metal is just part of metal. Okay. You know, I'll take pop punk with regular punk. Yeah. But you got to take hair metal. How much pop punk do you listen to, though? None. If okay. I can help it. Okay. I mean, you don't have to listen to the subgenres of the genre you, you like. It's more of a spinoff, isn't it? No, it's just another branch on the tree. Uh. I'm not accepting this very well. <sighs> What's wrong with hair metal? Oh, everything. <laughs> What's wrong with pop music, you know? <laughs> well, you know, it's weird because if you gave me the choice between putting on a hair metal album, for example, Cinderella or somebody like that, or Taylor Swift, 100% I'm going with Taylor Swift. Well problem with that is where do you get a cinderella anything now play uh <laughs> there's a um, there there's a uh serious xm station called hair nation i think i'm pretty mm. sure i here let's just google it real no, quick let's make sure. don't who cares are you sure it doesn't matter I'm, okay so i'm pretty sure it exists yeah hair nation hair nation yeah so that is a terrible name they couldn't come up with something punnier mm, i guess not so hair today gone tomorrow. I mean anything. God. Yeah. So hair metal aside. Uh huh. You chose this because it it centered around supposed heavy metal music. Yeah. Whether branched off or subgenre or not, and horror was stirred in there as well. Yeah. So we had a hair metal werewolf movie. Uh huh. Seems fitting. Yeah. It it could be Both good. Both have hair. Yeah. Yeah. 
Could be good, but it sure wasn't. <laughs> but I had a suspicion about this movie, and I'll tell you guys about it when we get to this. Um, so today I watched the rest of it. Like I watched that first 10 or 15 minutes and kind of noped out on it and then picked right up where I left off and watched the rest of it. It was supposedly filmed here in Denver, but not exactly true. It's because it says Adams County High School. Oh. And Denver is in Denver County, so no. Yeah. Um, Jolien, were you familiar with this before? Yeah, I've seen it before. You saw it before this, okay. I'm so sorry. Did you watch it again, or did you just... Okay, no, I'd seen that. Close your eyes and remember the time you watched it? Yeah, I did watch it again for Metal March and, and um, realized after a while that I'd seen it before. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, the same with uh, one of the movies we watched last week. Mm. Uh, or, or one of those ones you keep almost picking, like The Witch in the Window. I pick that a lot. <laughs> You're like, I, picked, I... I picked one this weekend. Uh, I don't remember the title now, but yeah, about 10, 15 minutes in, I go, hmm, I've seen this. This one was a lot longer ago, so it's not like I remember this scene. It's kind of, do I remember this? <laughs> kind of like recalling a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the first time I saw it was because, uh, you know, it, it was made in Colorado and I wanted to see Colorado all horror. the local horror stuff. Yeah. Uh, are there any good ones? What was that one that uh, the guy from Lost was in? Terry O'Quinn? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was the one that made it's not far from here. Yeah, they filmed it on that house just off Colfax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if someone's looking for one that was filmed. What the in- hell was that called? Oh, I can't remember. I, I could look it up, but you don't want me to do that. No. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you want to check it out, just Terry O'Quinn movies. And it Not was... the stepfather. Nope. It's the only other film he's ever been in. You won't won't be hard to find. And he was in the series Lost. Yeah. Yeah. He played Locke. Something I watched this week, and I didn't write it down. I can't remember what it was, but John Carradine was in it. <laughs> what? What the chances? So it was a movie. It was a movie, yeah. And guess what? He was a scientist at a computer, and he gave all his dialogue sitting down. Mm-hmm. But then they made him get up and walk to the other side of the room. I'm sure they had to pay him double. <laughs> Two bottles of wine. <laughs> so the suspicion I had about Lone Wolf was that the Is last... going to suck? Well, I knew it was going to suck because it was already sucking the minute it started. But I had this funny feeling that it was going to get kind of more ridiculous and more funny in the last 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And sure enough, it did. So I decided to wait until it was kind of rounding the bend. And then I started taking notes. Now, before I start reading any of these notes, I pulled up a page. Um, Different slangs... Uh, different slang terms for the mullet. <laughs> okay. A lot of times I'll say ape drape or 1090 because you got 10% up here and 90% back there. Okay. So all, almost all the guys in this movie had mullets. Um, so uh, business in the front, party in the back. Everyone's heard that one. <laughs> Here's a new one on me. Camaro crash helmet. Right. Um, Kentucky waterfall. Uh-huh, I've heard that. Mississippi mud flap, I've heard that. I don't know what Lenko means, L-E-N-K-O, or Mori. Uh, let's see. Frullet, 
Bullet. Um, Smollett. <laughs> sure. Tennessee Top Hat. I've heard that. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Beaver Paddle. Coat Rack. Um, let's see. There's a whole bunch Official of... Official Haircut of Canada. <laughs> um, mohawk. That's if you have a mohawk, but it's also a mullet. And a skullet is when you're balding, but you grow a mullet. Yeah. Gallagher, basically. Um, let's see. Neck warmer. <laughs> so what are the great uh, horror movie uh, mullets? Ooh, oh, let's man. see. Um, did, uh, I'm sure somebody in the Phantasm series had a mullet. Did, if not, I'm... Did Rawhead Rex have a mullet? Yeah, he, he himself. Kind of a, he can mullet, didn't he? Yeah, he had kind of a mullhawk. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. That's a movie that needs to be remade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Hmm. Uh, Rob Zombie or Eli Roth remakes it. Which one do you want? <laughs> wow. Always Rob Zombie. All right. Yeah. So uh, all the guys in this movie have mullets. All the guys in this movie are in their 30s. Yeah. When the aunt talks to whoever, the main character, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what that guy's name is, but he looks like he's he's in his mid-30s and he's going to high school or are they going to college? It's supposed to be college as it turns out, but they're treating them like high school students and they're all acting like high school students. Mm-hmm. So... Let's say it is college. You're still at your youngest, 17 to 18 years old. And if it's a four-year college, at your oldest, you're probably in your early to mid-20s, 20, yeah. 23, let's say. But the, the director explained it. Oh, that, did he? He had to, you know, they're filming in Colorado. They've got very little money. They have to re- rely on the local talent. You know, you can't, you don't have a big choice of. Yeah. You, you can't cherry pick from the age group you want. No, yeah, that's true. But even even the uh, the best actors couldn't make this movie work. I don't believe it. Just like so many of these, it's real flabby in the middle. Mm. <laughs> Nothing really happens. And everybody sees the werewolf, but nobody does anything about it. <laughs> That is Colorado, right? We, we're we always talk blase, about the yeah. werewolves, but we never do anything about them. Yeah. And this is a good time to talk about this because we're reintroducing wolves to Colorado like this month. This very month, right yeah. now at this yeah. moment. March 2023. They're going to release the wolves into the wilderness. And into find Lodo. Out. <laughs> Lobos and Lodo. Lobos and all Lodo. All the uh, mayoral candidates are campaigning against the homeless. Well, yeah. So maybe there's a crossover. Totally. Yes, they're, they're anti. Until we get a werewolf homeless person mm-hmm. or a homeless werewolf person, uh, that's just one of those unforeseen consequences. Yeah, there one person will have foreseen it though, but won't be believed. Mm-hmm. I told you, I told you, you couldn't release him downtown. <laughs> this was bound to happen. I got all these demonology books from the library. <laughs> they smell like meth. Don't go near them. <laughs> if Steve McQueen at 27 was able to do that in the blob, I'm sure we got some talent these days that could do it. 
Um, so the first note I made, because I decided, like I said, I'm going to start paying it, paying attention with notes. I'm going to start paying attention to these movies. <laughs> you know? You'll be a professional critic. One day. I right? might know what I'm talking about. No, I, I sat there kind of staring at the screen for, like the, like you said, that middle part of the movie. <laughs> um, just wondering what exactly is the point, because they could have cut 20 to 30 minutes out of this easily, right? This could have been one of those movies that's like, wow, it's only 70 minutes. Um, the first note I wrote was, are any of the cast of quote-unquote young people younger than 37? No. Like, did any of them have like a shitty apartment or live in mom's basement? No, they were all like living in condos and stuff. They're, you know, they, they had plants <laughs> and, and things hanging on the wall. They, they, they had furniture. These weren't young people. Yeah. Do you remember how you lived in college? Barely. Did you have a bunch of plants and art on the walls? And we nice definitely had art on the walls. Well, yeah, but not like boring art. Oh, Framed. Posters and stuff we did. Yeah. Exactly. But you didn't have like... And as for plants, yes, there were plants. <laughs> yeah, we did have plants. That's true. <laughs> um, so, is, so the question I had was, is this meant to be college or high school? And I think at some point it is answered that it's supposed to be college. But again, they act and are treated like high school students. Mm, it's supposed to be set in Fairview. Yeah. Is that supposed to be So like... how quickly did you pick up that the teacher was a werewolf? Oh, very early. About the second or third word he stated? Uh, yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you notice the werewolf was wearing a uh, blue sweater in one seat? <laughs> no. And so the rest of the movie I spent watching whoever wore blue the most. Hmm. But no, I, I mean, I picked up a teacher immediately. Yeah, it's kind of like, like mm. it's like in Teen Wolf, you know, or The Lost Boys. That's probably a better example. Mm. I, I think you knew there was something up with uh, what's his face that. Yeah, because they're not just going to throw in a subplot with a mom meeting the nice man in the town they just moved into. Although, wouldn't that be a real Coen Brothers twist there? She just goes on a, a nice date and they seem like they're going to have... Maybe they might go out again. Mm -hmm. Maybe they seem to get along. They might have a relationship. A good time. Yeah. And then he just disappears. <laughs> Once a month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. So... um the characters do just kind of wander around doing stuff and like insulting each other. And there's a band. The band plays a couple times. And like Frank, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the band in this. Tykes. It's Tykes. Okay. I think that's. Yeah. Yeah. There were these <clears throat> hair metal bands in the eighties that all had to like misspell their name in a mm -hmm. quirky way. Yes. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to be called uh, Kicks, K-I-X. We're going to be called Vixen, V-Y-X-X-E-N, <laughs> you know. I think Vixen actually spelled it the normal way, but but if, if they were... If they were creative, they would have put three X's in the middle. <laughs> yeah, V-Y-X-X-X-E-N. Um, yeah, so we get, we, yeah, we get some uh, stupid uh, local bar shows with tykes and... Uh, the singer is not always the singer. I noticed because there was there were playing and he wasn't with the band. He was out hunting the werewolf with the, with the friends. So maybe someone else tags in and sings. I don't know. Maybe it was a different band. There was one. There was one song where he's not the singer. The guy. Okay. The guy with the dyed black hair. Yeah, that was totally a wig. 
It, it, I couldn't tell if it was a wig or a dye job. It was a wig. Because okay. it was bad. Yeah. I, I th- mean. thought it was just bad hair. So it was a bad wig. But um, my question was, could the costume ball, the winter costume ball, have been a little more costumey? Mm, I think that's true of everything in this movie. Couldn't it have been a little more werewolfy. Couldn't you have tried a little harder? Could they have acted a little more like they were going to college? Um, so the uh, question I had about the crappy hair metal band um, is: Is it redundant to say crappy hair metal band? There must be some good ones. There's got to be a good one. Well, top of the game would be Def Leppard. Are they good? Yeah, they were. What has nine arms and sucks? Def Leppard. <laughs> um, my question was, is this crappy hair metal band uh, something that was selected for budget reasons or future royalties avoidance? Hmm. Would they have to pay royalties back then? I don't know. They'd probably just call up the band and go, hey. Uh, you guys want some beer? Can we uh, can we use your song in a movie? And they'd be like, yeah. And then they'd forget it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the 20 minutes they sobered up. Now, right after one of the songs they play, they, they cut to a werewolf transformation. This looks better than it should for this movie. Mm-hmm. There's actually a good-looking transformation at this point in the movie, and I'm thinking they just made... This is where they spent all their money. Yep. They, they blew the budget on this one scene. Well, and, you, you, and you had to have a good werewolf transformation scene Yeah. in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, again, you can... They wisely chose to not show the werewolf hardly at all. Mm-hmm. Up As to the, you do. Up to this point. They had a costume. They had transformations. They could have shown it the whole movie, but chose not to. So. You don't. You don't show it. Apparently, the the guy in the wolfman suit was stumbling around, and they realized that the uh, they hadn't put eye holes into the costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just a big paper mache head. I feel like yeah, I'm forgetting. Like, like Frank. <laughs> like Frank. I feel like I'm forgetting something. What could it be? Anyway, let's get the head on the guy and let's go. And uh, gore effects by Vincent J. Gostini of Verotica fame. Ooh. Yeah, now I saw in the credits that it said the werewolf art and design was by R.S. Cole. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but... but uh, Were there any special effects in Verotica? I wouldn't call them special. <laughs> they had effects. Um, this movie is is completely faded from my mind. I watched it yesterday, and it's, <laughs> I keep thinking, was that that movie or was that something else I saw? Because it seemed to be very predictable, and uh, and also uh, flabby in the middle with no nothing really going on. Yeah. Um, oh, the cop in this! I wanted to fucking strangle. Which one? Uh, the, the detective? The detective. Yeah, the older one? No. The, the, the one the, with the teeth? The younger one who laughed a lot on the phone yeah. when people were calling in. Was yeah. that this movie? I'm pretty sure it was this movie. 
<laughs> I don't know. I I feel like I watched a couple werewolf movies this weekend and not great. They're all blending together. Um, so I, I think the uh, police station was manned entirely by women in bikinis. I <laughs> would have I remembered correctly. that. <laughs> Bikini werewolf police station. <laughs> Sounds like something AI would write. Oh, you know what? One of us should. Here's what we should do. One of us should get an account. Uh-huh. Uh, what is that? What is that called? Um, something chat. GPT, G GP, Snapchat, no. GTP, G GBT, <laughs> chat, CBGBs. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a, an AI um, writing program generator. Yeah, basically, oh. yeah, whatever you want to call it. That you could just tell it, hey, write me a story with this, this, and this in it. So maybe we could do that. Maybe we could do that on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Chat GBT. I don't know. We could read like the best scenes, act yeah. them out. Yes. Yeah. All right. I like that idea. Bikini Werewolf Police Station. I hope it writes really stilted I, dialogue I, that's yeah. kind of wrong. Like maybe English is their second language. <laughs> so uh, they have a costume contest at the um, the winter costume ball. Uh huh. And that really, especially overacted character, Mrs. Lipschitz, which is one of those funny names they used to always use back in the 70s and 80s because yeah. they could get away with it. Uh, she announces the band a couple times and then announces the uh, costume contest. The six runners up are all in a row. They are a crappy Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut was the best costume there. <laughs> I, I would have picked that one, too. It was totally paper mache garbage. Um, a colorful bag lady, question mark? I'm not sure if that's what she was supposed to be. Uh, she had like a old lady wig, but really colorful clothes on. I don't know. Maybe huh. she was just supposed to be a grandma. Could have been Doctor Who. Yeah, it was far enough away. Uh, a princess. A basic ass witch. A, a, ass witch? <laughs> She was an ass. my metal hair metal band name, <laughs> Ass Witch. Ass Witch. Yeah, I was I was going to say Bikini Ass Witch. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good name. Um, a spotted clown and Napoleon. I thought he was just a soldier, but maybe he was just a soldier. I mean, they were similar stuff to Napoleon. Yeah, just... uh, it was terrible, terrible, terrible costumes. Before Mrs. Lipschitz announces who. The winner is, we never do find out, the werewolf bounds onto the stage and slashes half of her face off, which was kind of cool. I think the werewolf won the contest. I would say at this point, you know, <laughs> Mr. Peanut's a distant second. He didn't come. <laughs> Mr. Peanut was crying in the corner at that point. He's like, oh, my paper mache I, I spent two weeks on. I had it in the bag, it man. such bullshit. <laughs> The fucking werewolf shows up and ruins it. Still, good costume, good costume. But then the best part is the werewolf leaps into the crowd and swats a dude. No, doesn't swat the head off. Tears the head off and throws it, and it lands in the punch, punch bowl. bowl. Mm. Best part of the movie. Hands down. Yeah. Best. I shot a movie when I was at school, so like 15, when I was 15. Yeah. And uh, it's called Psycho's Revenge. Because they, they wouldn't let me call it Necrophile's Revenge. Oh. Because, <laughs> you know, the whole... Oh. But anyway, I, I'd read my uh, Tom Savini book. So oh. I had that, like a 
this was shot in eight, eight afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's how all my movies so, were shot. So some, someone's running down uh, this hallway and the psycho comes out with this huge mallet and like, whacks his head off. And then just serendipitously, the head goes flying, hit, bounces off the wall and zings into this dustbin. <gasps> Wow. Really? It's you hadn't beautiful. planned it? It was like all in one shot. It was great. Oh, and you got man. the take. Yeah. Wow, man. That's great. I would have left the lens cap on. Something would have gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we filmed a, a, a stupid movie in the afternoon when we were in high school. Uh, we filmed several, but one of them we were... We uh, waited till our friend's uh, dumpster was emptied. The big garbage dumpster. So we were doing like a crime movie, and we had to find a clue in the dumpster. And we we didn't want to climb in an actual dump, dirty, filthy dumpster. So we waited, and then we had a bag in there with like papers. So throw some stuff out. Anyway, my uh, cousin's grandmother drove by and said, "I saw Chico. That's my cousin and Will played <laughs> in the dumpster with a couple of girls." Wow. <laughs> That sounds like something Will would do. It's like, yeah, all right. <clears throat> sounds a lot better than how the film turned out. What was it called? Bikini Dumpster Orgy? It was, but oh, they wouldn't yeah. let us call it that, so we oh. just called it Good Nuns Gone Bad. Okay. <laughs> it was terrible. It was during the time of the video nasties, so you guys had yeah. too much trouble. Um. Yeah, the uh, the dance kind of empties out pretty suddenly. You know, there's this panicky exodus that happens. And uh, we cut to the cops seem to have tracked down the werewolf somewhere else in the school and just start shooting him. And he's wearing clothes, which is kind of fun. Um, they just start shooting and shooting, and, and you're thinking, well, none of these bullets are probably silver. And, of course... Uh, the one guy, and we left out the part where the one guy was talking about how he was using his data to track like how these crimes are happening and predict uh-huh. where the next one was going to be because computers. Mm-hmm. But then they also go and use the library and stuff like that. Yeah. But they complained that the files weren't on, or they wouldn't give them access to the files on the computer, which he could search a lot quicker mm. than, than going through the Dewey Decimal System and the card catalog. Uh, this, this was back in the good old days when 90 something percent of people didn't have computers, didn't use computers, didn't know anything about them and weren't going to for a lot of years. They knew they were bad and they were going to take over the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much happened. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we're, we're on track for that. Yeah. But that time, but that guy figures out that, you know, you, you've got to shoot him with a silver bullet. And uh, the guy with the wig, as I'm finding out, uh, I thought it was a bad die job. The singer. Yeah, it may have been a bad die job, but... He ended up with the gun, which I don't remember hearing mention that it had a silver bullet in it. Did you guys catch that at all? You're asking me to remember a detail. The kid had the bullets in his pocket and then at some point put them in, in a gun he got from the cops. It wasn't real clear. Uh, he had gotten the... He found the gun in his dad's attic or something. Oh, that's right. And it's like, you live with your dad? You're 37. Yeah. At least. He lives in his dad's attic. His dad doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but suspect something's going on because the Cheerios keep running out. 
Look up the Spider-Man of Denver. Oh, <laughs> that's a fantastic creepy. Story. Creepy. So there's, there's one um, that took place in L.A. It started in back east. I don't remember. But uh, there was a couple married. Mm-hmm. I think they had a farmhand or something. He started sleeping with the wife. Um, and then they were going to move to California for whatever reason. This is in the 20s? Teens? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they moved to like Los Angeles. And because she couldn't think up, neither of them could think up why he would move with them, the farmhand. Uh, they were still hiding this affair from the husband. Uh, he moved into their attic and lived there for years. In the new house. In the new house. And she basically had like a sex slave upstairs. Wow. It was bizarre. It makes a Denver Spider-Man look, you know, quaint and normal. And they were in California. Yeah. Where it gets warm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to live in an attic there. I wouldn't. You know what? If you guys have never been in an attic during warm weather for a few minutes for some home uh, improvement reason, I can tell you. It wasn't even summer. I went in the attic to put an extra brace in between some uh, uh, ceiling joists for the sake of a ceiling fan being solidly attached. It was miserable for the 10 or 15 minutes I was up there. And I don't work in attics, but I've been in them a few times. I could not live in one. No. No. I had to live in one when I moved to Denver. Yeah, like like Where the Spider-Man had lived? I was the Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> was this an They attic? hire a Spider-Man. It's, you know. Was this an attic apartment or was this? It was hiding out in somebody's it was, attic. It was an attic. Like, yeah. You have to you know, duck your head. For... You, you can't walk around in the day. But you weren't army crawling across like rock wool insulation from the 1930s. Maybe he was. Okay. <laughs> I can't to... reveal a lot of secrets about the... Uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man program. The Spider-Man lifestyle. The Spider-Man lifestyle. <laughs> well, in any event, the the uh, the almost 40-year-old guy uh, announces that uh, bad hair dye guy has got the gun with the silver bullets in it. And, and they like, have to hurry up and kill this werewolf before they become senior citizens. <laughs> right. They're rapidly aging as the movie goes on. Right. Uh, we see the, re- yeah, they, they finally do shoot him and we see the reverse transformation back into, oh, I would have never guessed it. The professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joseph Simmons. One of the only characters in the movie it could be. Yeah. <laughs> because the rest of them are hanging out with you the whole movie. Uh-huh. You know, everybody sees it. So that pretty much eliminates all of the people who see it. Unless they're lying. Or there's Somehow. a second werewolf. Could be two werewolves. Damn you, Agatha Christie. Yeah. There were two werewolves. She always came up with stuff like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's always two people. Yeah. Because you'd never think of the two murderers. You know, when they recently watched, I forgot to tell you guys, I watched a couple Scooby-Doo's that are on Tubi. Scooby-Tooby-Doo. Scooby-Tooby-Doo. I love that Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> yeah, this... This is the original stuff. Um, there's a uh, there's an Instagram account that has all like the Scooby Doo backgrounds. Yeah, it's all it is is just like the buildings and backgrounds mm. and, and establishing shots, environments. Yeah, like if they're walking through a swamp, it's just the swamp and not the characters. Yeah, yeah, 
That's great. Yeah, it sounds cool. It'd be nice to to paint one of those and put it on your wall. Yeah, if you can get the brushwork just right. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, I've got a collection of those things. Yeah, and you make those things too. Yeah, I, I, some um, some comics I've done, I've done kind of Hanna-Barbera sort of backgrounds. When I was a kid, I used to notice that when the Flintstones would be running through the house, the same same window, same plant would go by like 10 times. Yeah. The house is not that big from the outside. <laughs> it's circular. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like The Shining. Ooh, maybe it is. Yeah. Fred's house is haunted. Yes. So we cut to the club. What do we see on the wall? Iron Maiden poster? Sure. Led Zeppelin poster. <laughs> um, and crappy hair metal live. So they've got a performance going on, and the uh, kind of hippie-ish guy that owns the club says, like, hey, man, I invited my friends from the music business to hear the record label or whatever. And they do show this guy sitting at a table that says it's reserved for Flash Records. And, uh, yeah, so they're they're playing the, live. Yeah, the old hippie guy's in another werewolf movie Is called he? Werewolf from, like, <laughs> 1990, 92, somewhere around there. He was on a roll. It's got uh, Joe Estevez in it. Oh, man. And uh, I think I've seen this guy in another bad, you know, low-budget movie. Uh, do either of you want to talk about the last grab scene? There was a last scene. A last it grab. It wasn't over. No. Didn't we watch the credits? No, it doesn't fade it's out. done. After... No, it doesn't fade out. It cuts to the hospital. Was there a hospital in this? Yeah. Did I watch this film? <laughs> I am not sure. Okay, oh, so... Man. I don't remember it, a hospital. It, it cuts to... I know somebody's back was scratched yeah. at the very end. Yeah. And then there's a nurse, which I don't know if they would do this in a hospital. Oh, you just see the hand at the end. That's all I saw. Yeah, the nurse is dabbing these massive furrows cut in the back with some peroxide uh-huh. and a cotton ball. As you would. Like they do at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then we you know, hear uh, the nurse say something like, So, you say you were... Scratched by something. Like so a, you say you were scratched by a werewolf. We get two or three of these every month. Yeah. Right around the full moon. Camera pans down to the hand, transforming. Uh, it was not a bad transforming hand. And this is why we have Lone Wolf 2. What? <laughs> yeah. Alice Hosp- Cooper. Hospital of Horror. Ooh. Yeah. Howling Hospital. Yes, the Howling Hospital. Hospital. They did not make a sequel. They could now. Yeah, Bikini Werewolf Hospital. Ooh, <laughs> Bikini Werewolf. <laughs> That's confusing. She need to wear like three bikinis. Yes, <laughs> cover all six nipples. I like it. So the inevitable. Let's do the recommends. Should we? <laughs> I think we should. spoil it. I, think I mean, should. haven't people gotten it by now? Yeah. They're all going to recommend this. Michael J. Fox's dad is also a werewolf. <laughs> uh, the guy from the video store who's dating the mom is also a vampire. This was happening back then. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Uh, That's why you couldn't trust people in the 80s because they might be a monster. Might be a Dracula or a Frankenstein. You don't know. Yeah. 
They're like, hmm, I should have figured it with the bolts in his neck, but there might be a I just show. kept thinking, no, no, it couldn't be a Frankenstein. There might or be a, a Skellington. <laughs> there might be a chauvinist. A <laughs> chauvinist, that's almost guaranteed. <laughs> so, recommend. Julian? Um, I, I, well, I've seen it twice. <laughs> and um, I, yeah, I can't say I, I really in, enjoy it, but what I, I like the ambition of it. Um, they could have just done a slasher. Um, they didn't need to make it a werewolf movie. They didn't, didn't need to go for a set piece, like fashion show attack scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they could have made like a, uh, they could have saved a lot of money and effort, but they didn't. They wanted to do a werewolf movie attacking the school. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very patronizing, isn't it? No, but, not um, really. I mean, I know exactly what you I, mean. Yeah, watching I, it, I can I can see how how things could be much worse. If this was made by someone who 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 cared about it, they wanted to yeah make an entertaining movie. They were trying. They really tried. Um, and so I, 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 I have to give yeah, I have to give movies credit for that. If I get any sense of that, like watching a bad movie, like they tried. They tried their hardest. This, this feels like real effort. Yeah. It just sometimes you don't always I, yeah, I, 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 do it correctly. Sometimes always, you fail. Uh, give a regional movie a, a chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they if they're enjoying what they're doing, then I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I watched one I'll talk about next week that was not good, but I <laughs> still I watched the whole thing because it felt like. I kind of get what they're going for here. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, they fall short. Happens to all of us. <laughs> so I've heard. It's not happened to me, but. No. <laughs> Do you recommend it, Will? Uh, if you've watched every other movie ever, including Roller Gator um, and Bikini Hackers 2023, to separate it from all the other Bikini Hacker movies. <laughs> this is The Bikini Hackers. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? Do you recommend <laughs> this movie to our listeners? <laughs> no comment. Okay, fair enough. Um, I do have to point out that the uh, Adams City High School uh, apparently is is uh, in Commerce City. So it's it's not in Denver. It's, uh, I guess, just north of Denver. Um still there i mean this totally looks like uh, i I pulled it up on the computer and it's like what's the home of the eagles anyway so if you're uh if you're an adam city eagle that's philadelphia but uh, yeah they got they got a they got they got a little they got a little team there too um reading the credits before i tell you whether i recommend it or not i did recognize other than the obvious comedy works um there was a uh, there's a bar called Kilroy's. I've heard mentioned, but I think I don't think that it's still open. But no. there's there's a pawn shop called Pasternak's. Yes, that's on Colfax, about two miles from here. There's a couple Pasternak's, or there used to be. Oh, okay. I don't know if they still are. Yeah, this one uh, maybe provided the guns. I don't know. Maybe that would make sense. And or the uh, werewolf suit. <laughs> you never know. They they weren't going to have a werewolf in it, but then they passed the suit and they were like, oh, that's perfect. 
And have you heard of the Broadway Victorian Theater? No. And I assume that's Broadway here, not Broadway in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was some stuff that was in the credits that I thought, you know what? There's you know there were just people scrounging up some support locally and. You know, borrowed some guns from a pawn shop, maybe a werewolf suit from the uh, theater group, and uh, hired a bunch of 37-year-olds to play uh, 23-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Colorado was uh, harsh summers and winters back then, so maybe they were prematurely aged. That could be. They were a little leathery. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't recommend this. No? Except under the circumstances that you understand... You've been warned by me that you're going to be bored for about the first hour and five to ten minutes. And it's only a, that, an hour and 12 minutes long, so. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's over an hour and a half. Yeah, 92 minutes. 92 yeah. minutes. The last 22 minutes are pretty entertaining. So watch that. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, It's March. Next week, we're going to talk about some Irish horror movies. Horror movies made in Ireland by Irish people, or at least have Irish people in them. Not American movies with a crappy leprechaun. We're not talking about those. So uh, we'll do that. I think the best boy on Leprechaun 2 was Irish. Mm, That could be. (laughs) Well, he claimed he was Irish, but it was the early to mid nineties and everybody who was white in America claimed to be Irish. Yeah. For some reason. Boondock saints. It was before that. Oh, was it? Yeah. I remember so many people. Yeah. Would, would, for whatever reason. Oh yeah. Part Irish. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) All right. Well, let's call it a show. Dumb American now. Yeah, that's all. We're a bunch of mutts now. Nothing you're going to be able to do about that. Yeah. Let's call it a show. It's a show. Listeners, thanks for listening. Stay off the moors. <laughs>